At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We're ready for hour number two of My Guys in the Desert from the South Point Sportsbook. Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds on v the Sports Betting Network. It's showtime, Wes. How about Shotei Otani last night? Aaron Renning of v was at the Big A to watch this game. And uh, Shohei, Shohei had a big night on the mound especially. How about his 100th, I think it was 99th pitch of the night, was 100 miles per hour. Uh, Shohei was dominant on the mound and uh, – he actually had a pretty good offensive night, too, at least a good start to the night offensively. And Joe Madden, the Angels manager, is obviously biased. But uh, what he said last night is probably true. Quote from Joe Madden after the game, to me, it's not even close. When people talk about it being close, it's not. It's not. What he's doing is so unique. Nobody's doing what he's doing. And that's Madden talking about Shohei Otani's case for the American League Most Valuable Player Award. The AL MVP odds right now at DraftKings, Shohei minus 300, Vladimir Guerrero plus 230, and then Xander Bogarts and Rafael Devers of the Red Sox way behind 35 and 40 to 1. It looks like a two-horse race to yeah. the wire, and Shohei has got the lead. Yeah, and he's rightfully the favorite here, and I think he should be MVP at this standpoint. But I would say it's a little bit closer because Vlad Guerrero Jr., it, you know, it seems like he's hitting one out of the yard every single night, so he is absolutely producing. And Toronto, look, they've been pretty impressive to me to be over 500, obviously, in that division with Boston and Tampa Bay and, of course, still the Yankees. 
Yankees, being that they now had about three home ballparks, or at least by the end of the month. I think Friday is when they make their return to Ontario to play in Toronto, but they've had to play in Dunedin, Florida. They've had to play home games in Buffalo, so they've been having a really good season so far, but not as good of a season as Shohei Otani. Okay, I want to hit on that point that you just made here in a second. This from ESPN Stats and Info. It's not too rare to have a hit, RBI, run, scored, and stolen base in an inning. A lot of guys do that. Otani's instance was the 54th in MLB this season. He did it last night early in the game. A pitcher doing it is rare. Over the past 30 seasons, a pitcher has had a hit, run, RBI, and stolen base in an inning four times over the past 30 seasons. And Shohei did that again last night. So I don't think the team's record even plays into it. Yeah, I know that some people are going to say that. To me, that's small-minded thinking. Uh, well, we've seen this very team, Mike Trout, win the MVP. So, the fact that the Angels are even around 500 with Mike yeah. Trout missing two months, yeah. I think, says a lot. And, and with that cares? pitching staff yeah. and with that bullpen, look at what Shohei has done as a hitter. Compare his numbers, to Vladimir Guerrero. Very comparable, right? Yes. Those guys are having comparable offensive seasons. Guerrero hasn't thrown a pitch. No, look what Shohei's done as a pitcher. Mm-hmm. So I agree with Madden. I don't think it's close. Shohei's the MVP, but that's today, and things can change because we got two months left in well, the season. And that's what you—that's why yeah. I'm a little concerned because you worry about if he goes on the injured list, if he's out of sight, out of mind here. If he, you know, not you know extended, but if he goes on like a ten or twenty days where he misses here, then you kind of worry about that a little bit. But I do think Shohei the rightful favorite. Over the past twenty innings on the mound, Wes Shohei Otani has allowed three earned runs and issued one walk. Mm-hmm. He's been great. Yeah, I mean, he's long removed because remember that start about a little over a oh, month ago in New York where he didn't get out of the first inning. Uh, a really, And that's where it's like, okay, sell your MVP tickets on Shohei Otani. You know, everybody becomes a prisoner of the moment. Mm-hmm. Not so fast. Uh, definitely hold on to your tickets. Uh, I know some people got Shohei Otani MVP tickets in their pocket. and like to have one of those right now. I don't have it. Do you? No, I do not. Uh, uh, I think he's going to be MVP, and I, w- I would say minus $5 right now. The only thing that's going to prevent him from being MVP is an injury. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got two months to go. But uh, I don't think it's close either. I agree with Joe Madden. All right, let's uh, talk big game on the West Coast tonight. Uh, and it's uh, not going to be the Angels game we talk about. It's going to be the A's and the Padres at Petco Park in San Diego. James Caprillian against Chris Paddock, the sheriff. And uh, I think the A's could be live dogs in this spot tonight. You can get as much as plus 142 right now at the South Point on the Oakland A's. I do understand the movement, at least on the Padres, from a number standpoint, just simply because that's one of those buy low, sell high deals where Chris Paddock has about 1.37 better on the XFIP than he is on the ERA. Caprillion, about 1.69 worse. But now I think that price is getting a little bit out of whack. It's probably going to keep me out of the game. Caprillion, though, has had a little bit of luck this season. 241 on the batting average balls in play. Uh, he's been better over his last eight starts, too. He's got a 163 ERA, even though I know ERA is an archaic stat. Right. You can still enemies. use it with both. Just intermingle the XFIP <laughs> in with it. All right, quick break. We're going to come back and talk plenty of NFL next on My Guys in the Desert. All right, 
Hour number two, Matt Eumanns, Wes Reynolds, my guys in the desert from the South Point Sportsbook, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. And uh, Wes, Aaron Rodgers has reported to Packers camp uh, a summer of suspense ends, I think, in a somewhat predictable way, even though I don't want to say that we knew this was going to happen all along because there were plenty of reports that Aaron Rodgers was done with Green Bay. He's not going back. No way. He would retire. He just didn't have any other cards to play here. He was going to have to write the team a $25 million check. Uh, I think the one card he could have played, he could have opted out for COVID reasons on July 2nd, but he did not do that. The Packers are not going to trade him. Uh, I thought that eventually... Even though I bet the Vikings in May at plus 350 to win the division, that was mostly in the, as an insurance policy. Let's say Rodgers doesn't come back. That's a great line on the Vikings, great number on the Vikings. I still think the Vikings can win the division. Can that defense be a little bit better? Sure. And, and that's where it slipped. Like last year, they were awful defensively. And we know Zim, Mike Zimmer, longtime defensive coordinator in this league, a defensive first guy. I'm not that down on Kirk Cousins. Everybody's always down on him. I'm like, the guy is an above-average quarterback. He might mm-hmm. not be elite, but he's good enough to win you games. They can run the ball with Dalvin. Cook. They've added to that offensive line. I like the kid Derrishaw, I believe, out of Virginia Tech that's going to start sure. likely day one for Ed left tackle. Yeah, so I think the Vikings give the Packers a run in the NFC North, even with Aaron Rodgers back. Everything bounced the Packers' way last season. Now they have to deal with a first-place schedule. Yeah. And it's going to be a lot more difficult. And uh, and the Vikings are like the forgotten team in that division, too, because everybody's sure. about the Bears. Because the excitement of uh, Mo- of Money Mitch uh, now out of Chicago and Justin Fields. But I think Andy Dalton is going to start day one. And it'll be interesting to see when Matt Nagy goes with the rookie. I'm sur- sure the, uh, the uh, chatter in Chicago is already saying do it right now. I still like the Vikings' chances in that division. I think Andy Dalton, the Red Rifle, is going to start week one. Yeah. And uh, probably for the first month. We'll see how things go. And then Justin Fields, the fans are going to be dying to get Justin Fields, rookie from Ohio State, in there. Uh, but we'll see if that happens. Anyway, the, the Westgate Superbook bumped the Packers' odds up as high as 40-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl over the weekend when a lot of Vegas books took down Green Bay numbers amid the rumors that Aaron Rodgers was headed for retirement, a fake retirement, we'll call it, because he was trying to, I think, just uh, play his last card and say, I'm going to retire. Packers, trade me. Get something for me. And that was not going to work. And the Packers brought him back. This is probably going to be his last year. And I would assume one of the concessions agreed upon is that the Packers will let him go or trade him after the 2021 season. This will be his last year in Green Bay. We'll see. A lot yeah. of drama. And, and it's like a Devontae Adams uh-huh. deal, you know, I think is a prerequisite of that. But I did see some kind of provision that Randall Cobb being traded back to Green Bay, that that's like a deal breaker for this. Like, well, like what is going on here? I, I mean, it's just, it's Aaron Rodgers being Aaron Rodgers. Look, he's a, obviously when he retires first ballot hall of famer, but it's always what I've said about Aaron Rodgers. He's a pain in the ass. He's a coach. diva. He's, a he's diva. an absolute yeah. pain in the ass, but you know, you got to well, deal a, with him. As a coach, if you're Matt LaFleur, he's made your record look a lot better the past yeah. couple of years. Yeah, not, so, so you kind of got to suck it up and, and really <laughs> deal with it with this guy because obviously you're not really wanting to go with Jordan Love at this standpoint because you were willing to go ahead and get this done. Yeah, I think the Jordan Love uh, experiment's going to wait another year. But, you know, I talked to Rex Byers at the Westgate Superbook, and he said over the weekend, hey, if, uh, if Rodgers is out and Jordan Love's in a quarterback, he would make the Packers' regular season win total 5 over minus 140. Uh, now we're talking the Packers' win total of 10 or 10.5. That's the difference between those two quarterbacks yeah. and, and, and this team. And the Packers Ooh. open 
at New Orleans in week one. And Wes, you were talking about this with John Avello of DraftKings in the first hour. We've seen a pretty significant shift in the number in week one, Packers at Saints. Yeah, we've already seen evidently Aaron Rodgers means six and a half points here to the New Orleans Saints, who I know a lot of people are saying, okay, regression, regression is coming from New Orleans because you're going from a Hall of Fame quarterback, but you do have two options, Taysom Hill mm-hmm. or Jameis Winston, whichever you one you want to go with. Now, the Saints did lose a little bit in free agency. The defense, I think, was very good, but now Michael Thomas is going to be out. I somehow think New Orleans is going to be able to score points and manufacture offense with no matter who it is. Personally, I would give Jameis Winston another chance. It's just you got to cut down on the turnovers, but the dude's got a strong arm. The dude can throw the football and make some big plays, and you've still got Kamara and Murray in that backfield, so they're going to be able to run the ball. Offensive line is very good. Need to get somebody to step up and replace Thomas, but a lot of new players for New Orleans, at least on defense, because I think they used their first three draft picks on defense this time. Peyton Turner, the rush end out of Houston. Pete Werner, the running back, at, or the linebacker, rather, out of Ohio State. And Paulson Adebo, the DB out of Stanford. So you're going to have to have some young guys play a lot of reps for that team. All right, just a little bit of NFL news here before we play an exciting new game show. Uh, Saquon Barkley might miss week one for the New York Giants. Joe Judge was talking about that. The Giants coach said that we're not going to rush him back. I think Saquon wants to play everything I've read, so he looks like he's close to fully healthy. And, you know, we're still talking about late August here. And the, and the, you're 10 days into September when you have to make the call on whether Saquon's going to play. I think you will see him on the mm-hmm. field in week one. But you know what was interesting last year? He tore his ACL on September 20th for some reason, did not have the surgery until October 30th. Right. It waited almost six weeks to have the surgery, so it would be less than a year for Barkley to come back. And it's, let's face it, it's a lot tougher for a running back to make that return. And I know some of the analytics guys actually kind of like the Giants in the NFC sure. East this yeah. year because Cowboys, now that Dak is back, is going to be the favorite. Washington football team has the best defense, but there's some people high on the Giants. They did add some help there at receiver, adding Kenny Galladay, Galladay the free agent out of Detroit, adding John Ross. So they're trying to give Daniel Jones some weapons here, but uh, – this guy, that running back, Saquon Barkley, is going to be the key to the whole deal. I mean, if Barkley's fully healthy, I think he's the most explosive running back in the NFL, or he's right there in that discussion with Zeke Elliott and, uh, and Christian McCaffrey. Who else would you put in that class? N- nobody, really. And, and look, Daniel Jones absolutely needs the help for the development. I thought the defense actually wasn't that bad for the Giants last year and Joe Judge's first year. But a lot of people do kind of think the Giants are being the ignored team in the NFC East this year. Uh, I, I think you make a case for the Giants. I like the Washington football team, mainly because of its defense, but mm-hmm. uh, a lot to talk about with the NFC East, and we'll jump into that later. One more uh, bit of news from the Los Angeles Rams. Coach Sean McVay said yesterday the Rams are close to 100% vaccinated. And, Wes, that's uh, significant because the NFL plans to force teams to yes. forfeit uh, games if you have a cluster of unvaccinated players who test positive for COVID. But McVay told uh, – told the media the coaching staff is vaccinated and uh, the players are close to 100%. So uh, even though the Rams lost Cam Akers running back last Mm -hmm. week to a season-ending injury, 
there's a little bit of good news for the Rams. And I think that was a little bit overblown here because I think Daryl Henderson may be able to rediscover form and do the job. One thing to keep in mind, Matthew Stafford, I believe, had one season of his seasons in Detroit Mm -hmm. where he had a thousand yard running back. Reggie Bush did it one year. So he is used to that. They're going to want him to throw the football. They've got a defense too, that I think can control the game where Matthew Stafford doesn't have to be like he was in Detroit where it's like, Oh God, I got to be the comeback guy. And I'm going to throw for all these stupid numbers because I'm going to be behind. So I got to score 30 points to win. They don't have to do that in Los Angeles with this defense. All right. We had a staff meeting today and then we were trying to brainstorm ideas for this game show. And then we came up with a several creative ideas, and we settled on this. Yes or no? <laughs> I know I was not invited to this staff meeting. so uh, I... we, we really didn't have a staff meeting. <laughs> uh, is this a playoff team? Yes or no? We're going to keep it simple, right? Keep it simple, yes. stupid. Uh, Arizona Cardinals, yes or no, Wes? Are the Cardinals a playoff team under Cliff Kingsbury and Kyler Murray? Yes is plus 150, no minus 185, and the Cardinals... Uh, right now, look like the fourth best team of the four in the NFC West. Yeah, I'm going to say no, and that is the best division in football. Offensively, they're going to put up a ton of numbers with uh, now DeAndre Hopkins back, Christian Kirk, A.J. Green comes in as a uh, from Cincinnati, Rondale Moore, who I think is an absolute steal down there in the middle of the second round. He's going to flourish in that short passing game with Kyler Murray on the run. So you want to see if they can run the ball a little bit, though. They did bring in James Conner. Chase Edmonds is back, but they'll throw the ball a lot, but I think that they'll give up some points, and now Chandler Jones apparently has made his intentions that he wants a trade out of Arizona, so we shall see. I don't know if they have the defense. They do bring in J.J. Watt, but I am going to say no on Arizona. That division's just too tough when you got the Rams and the 49ers there right at the top. Yeah, it is. Uh, it's a difficult division to climb the ladder. I think the Cardinals could be exciting to watch offensively, but... Uh... You want to bet overs in their games uh, yeah. by game-by-game basis for sure. Cardinals uh, lost their last two games last year to finish 8-8. Uh, eight and eight. So your break-even team, the Niners, had all sorts of injuries. Uh, finished last in that division at 6-10. and 10. Seahawks won 12 games and the Rams won 10. I, I think you're high on the Rams. Let's go to the Rams next. Yes or no for the L.A. Rams as a playoff team. And the odds from BetMGM on the Rams. I'll get those in a second. But what, what do you have... Uh, What's your answer on the Rams as a playoff team? I think, yes, I actually like them to represent the NFC in the Super Bowl. I think, and maybe I'm buying too much into Matthew Stafford. I've kind of always liked him. I think he's always kind of been in jail there in Detroit. Not enough people around him having to come back because his defense can't get stops. Well, his defense didn't have Aaron Donald and Leonard Floyd and Jalen Ramsey and, uh, and all these guys and run this really good scheme and have a lot of real talent on this defense. You know, you got the best defensive player in all football, Theron Donald, who can control a game at the line of scrimmage. Mm -hmm. So with the Rams, I don't think Matthew Stafford is going to have to put up 300 yards every game and score 28 to 31 points. There are going to be times where they can win, you know, scoring 21 to 24 because of that defense. So the Rams are the team. And look, they went for it here. If If they don't get it, then obviously this experiment has failed. But this year and next year, that's when they're designed to do it because they've got a lot of their money 
tied up in like five or six players. Mm -hmm. Worth there's a max guy, Cooper Cup's getting a lot of money, obviously Stafford, Ramsey, Aaron Donald, and a couple others. I think like 120 million of their cap is in like seven players or something. Oh, yeah. And the Rams traded away basically all their first round draft yeah. picks. And uh, they, have, they have about a two year window here to get this thing right. So you're, you're going to say yes on the Rams at plus 150 to make the playoffs? Absolutely. Okay, I would probably be with you on the on that one. All right, yes or no, is this a playoff team? Miami Dolphins, you can get plus money, yes, plus 110, no, minus 135 on the Dolphins. This is actually a very tough one. Are the me. Dolphins bailing on Tua? It seems like uh, they're not as committed to Tua as they were a year ago. I don't know. I mean, they did get Jacoby Brissett, who, uh, look, I have experience watching Brissett a lot in Indianapolis. And what I've always said about Brissett, He's not good enough to, like, go take a win from you, to steal a win from a loss, but he's good enough to not lose games for you. And, look, Brissett, look, another guy that's a good veteran guy that's right behind Tua here. Look, Brian Flores was not shy about pulling Tua last year if he wanted to go with the hot guy, and that was Fitzmagic, who now, of course, is in Washington, D.C. But they added some talent. Looking at this Dolphins receiving core, you get Will Fuller, you obviously draft Jalen Waddle. You have Devontae Parker, uh, Bowden, the former Raider, Jakeem Grant. They also are going to try uh, Malcolm Perry, the former option quarterback at Navy, is mm -hmm. on that depth chart. So they've all of a sudden got some weapons on this offense in Miami. Uh, uh, Miles Gaskin and Malcolm Brown, the former Ram, they're kind of going to be a one-two punch there at running back. So look. Tua, there's no excuse for Tua in the fact that he doesn't have enough talent around him. He has enough talent sure. around him to be effective. But I think Buffalo is clearly the team in that division. You would expect that the Patriots are going to be a little bit better, especially defensively. Even though they did commit another year to Cam Newton, New England was a lot more active in the offseason from free agency and trades, uh, trying to especially upgrade that receiver position because it wasn't all on Cam. He didn't have anybody really to throw to, so they added Bourne, they added Aguilar, Nikhil Harry needs to perform like where they drafted him and really needs to step up here. They added Hunter Henry, the tight end, so at least some more weapons with New England. I'm going to say no on Miami. Okay. Uh, I, I would be with you here. I'm going to say no on the Dolphins as well. And uh, at the Westgate Superbook, I'll give you the number on the uh, Dolphins. Yes, no. All those playoff props are up. And actually, the Westgate was the first to start putting these up a few years ago on the NFL. Will the team make the playoffs? Yes or no? Uh, the no on the Dolphins is minus 150. Uh, yes, plus 130. If you believe the Dolphins are a playoff team, I'm, I'm like you. I would lean no on the Dolphins. I don't like the quarterback. And uh, I think the Patriots are going to take a step back. They're going to bounce back this year. By the way, the first two teams we talked about, uh, yes or no, the Cardinals, no, minus 190. So you got to lay a, a decent price there. And uh, you and I don't think the Cardinals are a playoff team. The yes on the Rams, minus 175. No is plus 155 on the Rams to make the playoffs. One more I will give you, and I know which way you're going to go here. Is this the playoff team? Indianapolis Colts, yes, minus 160, no, plus 130. I think they are probably simply because of that division. I, uh, it's a coin flip division, basically, between Indianapolis and Tennessee. I know Tennessee added Julio Jones, the big ticket, in the offseason, but you've got a Colts team with the new quarterback and Carson Wentz. They're absolutely loaded at running back because Marlon Mack is back along with Jonathan Taylor, Naeem Himes, receiver, 
T.Y. Hilton. Can Michael Pittman stay healthy? Can Paris Gamble stay healthy? The offensive line, Eric Fisher, we'll see if he's ready to go week one, but they got him from Kansas City, former first-round pick. Chris Ballard, obviously very familiar with him from his time with the Chiefs. So I think offensively this team is going to be fine. The key for the Indianapolis Colts is they got to get a pass rush. Yeah. They just don't get to the passer enough, and that's why their secondary commits to way too many penalties. So, you know, Darius Leonard, he's got to have a big year, and he's got to really return to form and lead these guys. I think the Colts are going to be a playoff. Yes. I expect Frank Wright to uh, do a lot of positive work with uh, Carson Wentz this season. All right, we come back in a couple minutes. We'll take uh, another look at Team USA and Olympic basketball, and I have our best bets in baseball for tonight here on My Guys in the Desert. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo play hey guys this is matt jones drew franklin from the fade this podcast we got a great episode coming up picks in all the sports football basketball we do them all but here's a preview of this week's episode do you think it's more embarrassing to dye your hair or to have hair plugs i don't think either are embarrassing if you're not trying to conceal it and act like you didn't okay so you think if you just come out and go i got hair plugs yeah, like check out these hair. Pl- I mean, don't just walk around. Hey, tapping. Hey, hey, stranger. I don't want you thinking this is natural. You know, but I mean, <laughs> do you, you know do that with everyone you meet? Try to act like they. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, like, like John Cena got it. You know, when John Cena came back to wrestling, he had a bald spot, and now he doesn't. Mm-hmm. You think he should be required in all interviews to say, "Look, by the way, I covered up my bald spot." Yeah, I guess it's weird. I mean, you don't wear a sign or like put a sign in your yard, but all right. So, what about toupees? Those are the most obvious. I but let's like. say you're like Bill Self and you can get it to where it looks good. His is magical. I don't even know if his is a toupee. It is. Though. I think he went into the future and had a procedure we haven't even discovered yet. 
And this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Believe it or not, we're about a month out from the start of college football season. The VSIN football betting guides are coming soon, and there's no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons. Our experts, Bruce Marshall, Wes Reynolds, and others, provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings, plus best bets on season win totals, division finishes, and uh, player awards like the Heisman. Each guide is only 20 bucks and discounts available when you buy both. Now is the time to get your copy, sign up for, or you can sign up for the VSIN All Access Plan and get everything we offer for the entire football season. Go to vcin.com slash subscribe. As always, uh, this graphic says over 100 pages of analysis. I've also been told there might be 300 pages in this guide. Uh, you and I have been writing copy. I haven't seen the pages yet, but it's going to be a lot, a lot of pages and a lot of information that's valuable in there to help get you ready for the college football season. Wes, I've primarily used uh, the Mark Lawrence mm-hmm. football magazine, mm-hmm. the Phil Steele guide, and the Kenny White yes. guide to help do my research up to this point. And also, you just read as many stories as possible, whether it's on The Athletic or in mm-hmm. newspapers across the College country. football yeah. news, yeah. a bunch of different stuff. Because obviously, look, it's been a little bit harder this year because of the transfer portal and you know all the super seniors, who's going to be back. So one of the things we always look at for college football, Matt, is like returning starters, returning starters. That's always like you know a big thing when you're handicapping. Mm-hmm. Everybody returns starters right. this year, pretty much, except for a few teams. So, you know, keep that in mind when, you know, you see teams that bring like 21 starters back because they have these super seniors. And then, of course, the way Kenny kind of grades them is how many snaps that they take. So if you look in like Kenny White's college football guide, you can see on some, it's like they've got 14 starters back on offense with only 11 positions, but he judges on the basis of the amount of snaps. And I think that really matters too when you look mainly at the offensive and defensive line. If you have that kind of depth where you have eight guys on the offensive line and you can rotate D linemen in and out, those are going to be the teams that are going to succeed and cover spreads. All right, so uh, let's get back to Team USA basketball tonight. A 39-and-a-half, 40-point favorite over Iran. And uh, Team USA trying to bounce back from the loss to France, outscored 16-2 to to finish the game. Kevin Durant and Damian Lillard are going to have to shoot much better. Mm-hmm. I was disappointed in the way those guys played offensively. And then you hear complaints that we're running the Spurs offense and the offensive system that Greg Popovich has put in is not uh, pleasing to the U.S. players. Hit some shots. Yeah, uh, KD and Lillard, uh, those guys did not play anywhere near the level that's uh, expected in that first game against France. So you get a cupcake opponent tonight. You really couldn't yeah. find a, a worse opponent than this in the Olympics than Iran, and you're laying 40. The total is 166. Any thoughts on the side or the total? I think uh, Iran is going to get put in the camel clutch like the Iron Sheik oh, the used Iron to do Sheik. to his opponents. But what you said about <laughs> shooting shots is, and making shots is not only true, but look, when you look at the composition of this roster, it is a score-first mentality because if you look at this Team USA roster, Who do you really trust other than Drew Holiday to make stops on the perimeter? There really aren't any guys. I mean, Green and Adebayo are a little bit, uh, you know, 
undersized against some of the other team's big guys, so it has to be Drew Holiday getting those stops, and he was the best player on the floor in that game, uh, or at least for the USA side, against France in the first time. So they're going to have to get shots because they're not going to get stops. And one of the things that I think bears mentioning, if you haven't really familiarized yourself with international FIBA rules, there are no defensive three-second violations. There is no goaltending. It is more a more physical game, so no leaping in the shooters and you know doing that flop stuff in the NBA. So it's easier for the less athletic teams than the USA to play defense in this event. So, I mean, that that's the way I look at it, and that kind of mitigates some of the talent edge where you see you know USA all NBA players and these other teams that might have substantially less, but. Don't sleep on EuroLeague. These guys play good basketball right. over in Europe. So the athleticism edge in international basketball is very much mitigated. So USA is going to get opportunities. You just got to shoot better than 36.2% and 31.2% from the outside. Yeah, Sloppy offense play from Team USA in the first game. By the way, uh, the U.S. team made up of 12 current NBA players. Nigeria is second with eight. Australia has six. Uh, France has five current NBA players. Spain has four. Argentina, three. And then you got a couple dotted on some other rosters. Zero for the Iranian team. Um, and that's no surprise. You, did, you had one play in Olympic basketball tonight, right? I played Czech Republic. That'll go tomorrow morning at nine and a half. It's down to eight and a half. I still like it, though. It's more of a play against France. I know France is price of the moon off upsetting Team USA that 16 to two run down the stretch. But keep in mind, this French team lost like four straight games in exhibition mm-hmm. coming in here to Tokyo. So I thought that price was a little thick. And I think a lot of the better certainly agree now down to eight and a half. But I like the Czech Republic in the spot. All right. We still have to talk about our baseball best bets and uh, golf plays. So stay tuned here on My Guys in the Desert. From the OddsTrader.com studio at South Point Casino, go to OddsTrader.com, download the free OddsTrader app right now, start winning with up to the second info you need, real-time bet tracking, compare sportsbooks, sign-up bonuses, and uh, many more features available at OddsTrader.com. Matt Humans, Wes Reynolds, my guys in the desert. And uh, Wes, I wanted to get your opinion on college football and what's going on here with uh, Texas and Oklahoma planning to move to the SEC. We're going to see a seismic shift in uh, the college football in the in the near future and you know what tends to get lost in the shuffle how this is going to impact basketball Mm -hmm. uh who wants who wants to pick up kansas does the big 10 want to pick up kansas (laughs) i hope so because i think kansas would be a great addition to the big 10 from a basketball perspective but and i also think you need to have some bad football programs in your league uh the sec's got vanderbilt and a couple bottom feeders yeah um I, I think Kansas would be a good addition to the Big 12. Where do you see expansion headed for the SEC, the Big 10, uh, the Pac-12? What might happen to Notre Dame, the ACC? What do you think is going to happen? Here? Yeah, I think starting with the SEC, obviously, there's got to be a vote on that. But And Texas A&M, of course, will vote no to have those teams come in. But I think everybody also say, okay, yes. And look, Oklahoma football obviously drives the bus on this decision across the board. There's the most money in that sport, but 
Oklahoma right now, I think, could be right up there in the top tier. I know they've lost in the college football playoff to mm-hmm. SEC teams, but if they were in the SEC, they would be right there with Alabama and Georgia, in my opinion, LSU. So not worried about Oklahoma, but Texas, like Texas right now would be down there with Auburn. They'd be like the number six or seven team in the SEC right now. So we'll see what uh, Sark does down there in Austin, if he can get them reformed. But there's going to be movement. I expect Texas Tech, uh, our, our buddy Ryan Hyatt down there in Lubbock was uh, saying, yes, Texas Tech is going to be a member of the Pac-16. And then Kirby Hokut uh, came out today and said that he is exploring conversations with the Pac-12. So some of these teams are going to move to the Pac. Some of these teams are going to move to the Big Ten. The obvious ones probably are Kansas and Iowa State. Now, the thing is, that doesn't make really a difference because you're not adding like a big media market or something. It's not like you're adding somebody. I mean, they thought Rutgers was going to give them the New York market. I was like, New York's not really a pro sports town. <laughs> yeah, it's you not know, I mean, they're just crazy for Rutgers in New York oh, City yeah. and That's the five they boroughs. Talk about Rutgers yes, football and basketball. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, but I know that that plays a part in the decision making. But sure I think Kansas and Iowa. Iowa State probably seem logical, you would think, to go to the Big Ten. I mean, but the thing is now, you're expanding these conferences. Is that really going to increase the value of your TV deal? I think Texas and Oklahoma can add to the value of the SEC. Does Kansas and Iowa State really add to the value of a Big Ten TV deal? I don't really think so. I think Kansas, I think, I think Kansas could, especially from a basketball they perspective. Could. But uh, I, I wouldn't go Kansas, Iowa State. No offense to the Cyclones, yeah. who are going to be really good in football this year. Uh, but would you go Kansas and then maybe try to add more of an East Coast school? Uh, in addition to Kansas, would you? Would you? I mean, there's been the rumors of Cincinnati, perhaps, or somebody like that. I don't know if Cincinnati. How about Pittsburgh? Could be uh, that. That might be actually who I would look at because I think it makes sense. You obviously have that corridor there Kansas with Penn, Penn State. I think it would be two pretty good. Additions. I could see that. And look, you know, I always thought a logical program would be Missouri to add to the Big Ten, but they aren't leaving the SEC anytime yeah. soon. So, uh, you know, I always thought that that was kind of the logical. How about ad. for the Pac-12? I, I always float this idea out there, and people shoot it down because the TV markets aren't big enough. But I think mm-hmm. BYU and Boise State would be yeah. great additions. Uh, San Diego State, possibly even UNLV, because the Vegas market's going. Well, Pac-12 is a little bit, you know, because of the academics, because you have a lot of good academic schools in that conference, and they're mostly either private good institutions like Stanford or, or their big state universities with a big university system like UCLA or like Arizona or somebody like that. So, academics has always kind of been their excuse here. But I, I do think, you know, you could see Texas Tech added. Now, what are you going to do with these other Texas schools? TCU, mm. SMU, and even some of the ones in the American Houston uh, would, I don't think that they're going to reform an old Southwest conference like in the late seventies or the early 1980s, because evidently Texas tech is kind of going to be maybe the Pied Piper here and saying, we're going to go ahead and get in where we fit in, in the PAC 12. All right. A lot to talk about with college football. I'm going to have uh, Bruce Marshall on the show Friday. Bruce was just at sec media days. Uh, so we'll get his perspective on the whole thing. Uh, we'll do golf and baseball in the final segment today. I did promise best bets. So let's get to our best bets in baseball tonight and wrap up this segment there. Uh, Wes, I'm going to go with the A's tonight against the Padres. Not a big play for me, but I'm not crazy about this baseball board. A's plus 142 at Petco Park tonight. And a really good interleague matchup. It's James Caprilian against Chris Paddock, the sheriff. And uh, the A's have the starting pitcher in a much better form over his last eight starts. Uh, 
Caprillion, a 163 ERA. He has not allowed more than three runs in any of those starts. And I think Chris Paddock has been a best bet against for most of this season. He does not go deep into games either. And uh, the A's had the day off. They are 11 and two in their past 13 after an off day. Not that that trend is uh, going to be the big selling point, but I think the I think at this price and kind of a coin flip matchup. Uh, I'll take the A's at plus 142. One thing that does concern me, the A's are batting 232 as a team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sometimes they can go into offensive slumps, but they should be able to hit uh, Paddock tonight. What do you have in baseball? Yeah, this is a rain delay, by the way. So now first pitch has been moved to 740 Eastern, 440 Pacific. But I do like the Blue Jays and the Red Sox on the over. And the Blue Jays have actually taken most of the money here. Robbie Ray has bounced back a little bit recently since June 1st. 254 ERA. Teams are hitting just 201 against them, but those teams aren't always the Boston Red Sox. So uh, I think that the Red Sox can get some runs, but it's really Garrett Richards that's kind of fallen off a cliff. We've been waiting to see when the Red Sox pitching is going to regress. Well, for Garrett Richards, it's already started. Since June 1st, an ERA of 644. The strikeouts per nine innings, just a little bit under six and a half. And, you know, they've cracked down on the sticky stuff. And the ERA is 704 with a 789 fielding independent pitching. So it's even dropped further since they decided to do that. You've got Toronto, who's really crushed this guy all season. Four meetings, Toronto hitting just under 300. 875 OPS, 14 runs, 26 hits. And just 22 in the third inning. So Toronto, I think, can put a lot of runs on Garrett Richards. you got to think the Red Sox are going to contribute a little bit. So over 11, and then we talked about Czech Republic plus 8.5. I took 9.5, but this is really just kind of a fade of France off that big win over Team USA. All right, you're taking Czech Republic plus 8.5, and that game tips off when? That game uh, tips off, I believe, at 5 in the morning tomorrow. Uh, 5 in the morning Pacific? 5 in the morning Pacific, 8 o'clock Eastern. And the U.S. tonight, a 39 Nine and a half, 40-point favorite over France, and that game tips at a 940. 940-yard time out here in Las Vegas. The only thing I would look at there is maybe laying 11 and a half in the first quarter. I think USA comes out motivated at least tonight. All right, we'll talk golf betting and more baseball next on My Guys in the Desert. This is VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.
Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. All right, if you're looking for a hot tip to bet on, you can call Wes Reynolds or you can go to Bet Rivers Sportsbook, which has you covered every day. Go to the Bet Rivers app or betrivers.com and find the game you want to bet on. You tap tips, T I P S, you'll get instant research for the upcoming matchup. Try it out for baseball, soccer, tennis, golf, and a variety of other sports. Bet Rivers also offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one time playthrough. That's Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid. In Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available also at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. And you must be 21. Go to BetRivers.com. We have uh, big news in the NHL today, Wes Reynolds. Uh, First, right here, this one hits home in Vegas. Mark andre Fleury, the the face of the Las Vegas, excuse me, the face of the Vegas Golden Knights, a fan favorite here in Las Vegas, has been traded to the Chicago Blackhawks. And fans are not happy. They are not. And you can tell, obviously, that this is a brand new market for pro team sports, really big time pro sports here. It's like, guys, you know, the, 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 the city's not on fire. It's not over here. It's a business decision. And look, you can give Marc-Andre Fleury his respect because obviously when they were an expansion team, he was kind of the first kind of proven star because we looked at that Kraken draft last week and it's like, there's no stars that they drafted. Well, the Vegas Golden Knights somehow got Marc-Andre Fleury and Flower was a Stanley Cup winner in Pittsburgh. So, you know, I understand, but, you know, parting is such sweet sorrow, but you've got to move on at some point. $7 million against the cap, so he has been traded to the Blackhawks. We shall see if he uh, dons the red jersey at the Madhouse at Madison or if he elects to retire. But you've seen really no adjustment in terms of the line. I mean, if you listen to, like, the fan base out here, you're like, oh, my God, they should be, like, 30-1 to one to win the cup or something. No change, according okay. to Westgate uh, VP of Risk Management, the, the, Jeff The Sherman. Golden Knights keep the right goaltender. Now, Marc-Andre Fleury turns 37 in November, so he's obviously getting toward the end, but he was just the uh, top goalie in the NHL this yeah. season. His backup has been kind of a head case. Uh, did they keep the right guy? 
I think that they did, and I think they'll find a backup, some kind of a either a veteran or maybe try to develop somebody like the Boston Bruins did last year with Jeremy Swayman. So, look, uh, Robin Leonard uh, uh, has been, I think, a pretty good goaltender. He's younger. He's cheaper. And you really haven't seen any adjustment in the future prices. I think still about... 550 or 6 to 1 is basically what I'm seeing here. And look, you're never really going to get a big drift on the Vegas Golden Knights anyway because people are going to always draft or, you know, odds makers are too afraid to really put a big price out there on them and then they're going to get enough action on them. So, uh, no adjustment with the change with Marc Andre Fleury now apparently heading to Chicago. All right. Also today, Alex Ovechkin has agreed to deal with uh, re-sign with the Washington Capitals. Looks like it's five years on $47.5 million, and uh, Ovechkin turns 36 in September. Five mm-hmm. years uh, was more than what I thought he was going to get, but yeah. he's still a stud. And he was the biggest ticket out there. So uh, Alexander Ovechkin, per Alexander Ovechkin, he broke the story, and then the details from the reporters out there of what the money was. So, uh, look, July 28th, which is tomorrow, is the start date for unrestricted free agency. So Ovi was kind of the number one guy, at least out there. Now eyes turn to Carolina, what they are going to do with Dougie Hamilton. Some teams with cap space are going to want him. He's probably the best defenseman out there. Landis Gog from Colorado, Grubauer from Colorado. So there are some names out there. We'll see what VGK does with this extra cap space. I think they need some depth, obviously. But free agency starts tomorrow. All right, that's the NHL. Let's go to golf. And um, the four majors this year are over, but the fifth major is this Sunday. The Prim Valley Golf Club is going to host the <laughs> second annual VSIN Invitational Golf Tournament. And uh, there's the graphic right there. Jeff, can you bring that bag over here real quick? Check out this uh, golf bag that was uh, sent to us by Steve Carter uh, out of uh, Hickey Golf in Texas. Set it up here. Up here. Yeah. There you go. Jeff Parles bringing the, there you go. Just like one of the models on the Price is Right. Yes. Hickey Golf, H-I-C-K-E golf.com. This VEASAN Invitational Golf Bag is going to be one of the prizes this weekend. We have a lot of futures tickets to give away. Golf, golf balls, golf shirts, all sorts of stuff. It's free to play, and we still have some spots open. There it is, the second annual VEASAN Invitational Golf Tournament. That's one of the prizes for the winning team. A couple of our guests today, Wes, Nick Bogdanovich, William Hill Sportsbooks. He's going to be out there with us at Prim Valley on Sunday for the noon shotgun start. And uh, Johnny Avello of DraftKings is going to be out there as well. The entire ESPN Daily Wager team Mm -hmm. and uh, many more at Prim Valley Golf Club uh, Sunday. Two-player scramble format. Who is on your team, Matt? I assume it's a very good golfer like it always is in the Westgate Super Contest Tournament. Yeah, we're the two-time defending champions of the Westgate uh, Superbook Contest in late August. But Joel Kajowski is going to be on my team uh, this week. Anyway, That's a pretty good partner to have. Thanks to Steve Carter of uh, Hickey Golf for sending in this, uh, this golf bag that we have on display. White and black, it's pretty sharp. West white black. Oh, no, that is bag. nice. Uh, thank you to Mr. Hickey for uh, providing that prize. Also, a bunch of different uh, uh, ticket prizes. I don't believe uh, co-hosting a show with me here on Veasan is one of the prizes. Maybe for last place. Maybe the booby prize. Uh, you get to sit in with me for two hours. You got about one more day to sign up. We got about forty players and spots for fifty. Uh, email Matt at Veasan.com if you want to play uh, this weekend. But I'm going to cut it off on uh, Wednesday night. VSIN subscribers get first priority. Okay, Wes, golf plays for the Olympics. 
Uh, and tell us when the first players are going to tee off in Japan. They will be teeing off at 3.30 Pacific and 6.30 Eastern, so that means 7.30 in Japan. When I talk about the 3.30, that is p.m., by the way, here on the West Coast. That'll be on the Golf Channel because Tokyo 16 hours ahead of us right here in Las Vegas, 13 hours ahead of Eastern time zone. So that is when we're going to kick off here, and we've got 60 players, uh, groups of three. The uh, pairings, I believe I retweeted them somewhere, the pairings are going to uh, be our came out rather last night so uh, you know groups of three no cut event by the way in this mm-hmm. so uh, looking at the round two pairings uh, I believe that the first group off the tee as I mentioned uh, 3.30 Pacific time it's going to be Rukia Hushino of Japan Thomas Peters of Belgium who has actually ended up one of my picks and uh, Sepp Straka of Austria are going to be that first group off the tee they're all going to go off the same tee by the way only 60 players so no split tees like you usually see in a major or in any other type of events. But interesting pairings. Justin Thomas, Joaquin Neiman, and Paul Casey paired together. Uh, Victor Hovland with Cam Smith and Gary Kigo. Patrick Reed with Tommy Fleetwood and Shane Lowry. Morikawa, Rory, and Sunjay M also paired together. Okay, let's look at your uh, plays for the Olympics, and you've got five on the futures board. You and I match up on two players. Who do you have, Wes? Yeah, Paul Casey, sixteen to one, a guy that's been, he's my shortest shot here, and I also split it up a little bit where I played some on the outright, and then I played some to medal. So if you want to play Paul Casey just to medal, he'd be nine to two, and these are prices I found at BetMGM. So this is a guy I think he's excited for Team GB and to really represent his country, and and plus he's forty four years old, and I was. Uh, mm-hmm. Making that point with a mutual friend of ours who uh, also hosts a sports betting show out here in Las Vegas and saying, look, he's going to be excited to be in the Olympics and the Ryder Cup because those opportunities get fleeting when you're 44 years old and you've got a younger generation. So you got to take advantage while you can. Paul Casey, 16 to 1. Cam Smith, the Aussie mullet man, 23 to 1. Pretty good in terms of international competition. And he's another guy that gets really jacked up for this. Look, I think every player is going to try over here or else they wouldn't have come over during. Uh, you know, COVID-19 or during a a pandemic that especially still exists over in Japan. So, but Cam Smith kind of goes to a different level when he's wearing that golden green of Australia. So 23 to one on him, Joaquin Neiman, 28 to one, the man from Chile. I also think another thing that's kind of motivating him. There's another player from Chile that has just gotten out on the PGA tour named Mito Pereira. Mm -hmm. He was the guy that earned the battlefield promotion off the corn Ferry tour, winning three events in that wraparound 20 to 2021. He's posted a couple top tens all of a sudden this guy I say this kid because Neiman's actually like four years younger than him but Mito Pereira getting the love so maybe it's like well I'm the man for my nation here so 28 to 1 Sun JM 30 to 1 is what I put up there I have 40 in pocket we obviously know the situation with the South Korean military obligation that applies to Siwoo Kim as well and then Thomas Peters 70 to 1 guy that's been playing some solid golf lately he's really good off the tee the approach game has been down but remember he he was fourth place in Rio for the, uh, the return of the Olympic Games since 1904. Golf did return in Rio. And he shot, I believe, a 77 in round three, and that took him out of the medal. So maybe some unfinished business for the Belgian. Wes, you need to do some more research. Your lack of knowledge on golf is really embarrassing. I got. I, I know a lot about nothing, Matt. Basically, that's what I told uh, Stormy this right morning. There. A lot of information from Wes Reynolds on golf. Uh, I think you're going to talk me into Paul Casey. I'm probably going to add that this week. Makes a lot of sense. You and I matched up on Joaquin Neiman. I got him at 32 to 1. 
Sun J.M. at 33 to 1. Siwoo Kim at 55. And I did add Abraham Answer at 25 to 1. Who makes so a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. I actually looked at him as well. And uh, look, uh, this guy's got the goods. I know he's not one on the PGA Tour, but he's won internationally. He's a really good player. And on the stats, like in terms of like the ball striking and putting on bent grass, he really stood out in the modeling this week. All right, we've hit on, um, I think, all of the key baseball games tonight. So let's hit on one more to wrap it up here. Big game in the NL West tonight. The Giants and Dodgers play again. And uh, this is going to be in San Francisco this time. Julio Urias against Logan Webb. These guys went face-to-face last week. Urias actually outpitched Webb, but the Dodgers' bullpen imploded, and the Giants won that game 4-2. to two. Uh, West tonight, the Dodgers' road favorites Minus 120, a total of eight and a half. Anything you would look to play tonight? And Dodgers, Giants. Well, it is the right move, I think, on the Giants, but maybe a little late to the party. By the way, we know Mookie Betts on the injured list. Mm -hmm. Cody Bellinger is going to be upgraded with the hamstring injury. It looks like Mac Muncy, who's been on the paternity list, is also going to be back, yet you're seeing a move to the Giants. Alex Dickerson not going to go. And, of course, they're still waiting on Brandon Crawford. But I don't disagree with the move on the Giants here. It's going to be interesting to see over the next couple days, about 48, to 72 hours what the Dodgers elect to do in terms of this trade deadline. They need help in the pen. All right, nice job, man. That's the end of your third show today. Yes, uh, we're going to uh, uh, take the rest of the night off. Well, not really. We got some Olympics to handicap. You and I taped the Long Shots show today. Stay tuned to VSIN tonight for Long Shots. Up next, Jeff Parles, Danny Burke, and a lot more on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350 plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. 
That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.